dead. Dead. Welcome back to Craft Beer is Dead. Thank you again for tuning in. This is episode 12, one of our spooky scaries, um, which I've been having a fucking blast with. Uh, I'm sitting here with Breeface. Hello, hello. Bonjour. Bonjour. Oh yeah, I'm Chris Face. Probably, <laughs> I'll get it down eventually. Eventually. I'll remember your name eventually. <laughs> wow. That's how we're starting that. Yep. Okay. So welcome everyone. Um, I'm pretty stoked about this one. Um, I'm also very stoked on how the last one came out. I just finished uh, listening to that one this morning and even as I was listening, even though I was sitting here with you, I still was listening intentively. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a psycho because like I, I obviously listen to them a lot while I'm editing them and all that kind of stuff. And then um, I think with this one specifically, I, I legit just kept listening to it while shopping in public. <laughs> So, so you're just uh, looking sketchily at everybody, like I'm, just, I'm like, oh, bogo chicken sausage, and it's like, meanwhile, her tongue was missing. <laughs> so. I mean, honestly, I feel like that's a better uh, strategy than eating before grocery shopping. Is listening to something like that before grocery shopping? Like, is were you weird? hungry? Is it weird if it makes you hungry? <laughs> I think it'd be weirder if it gave you a murder. But never mind. So, <laughs> by the way, we have shirts coming with murder. <laughs> You laugh, but that's probably in our future. <laughs> well, actually, with an, like we've been getting it enough to yeah. where we might actually have to do that at some Seriously. point. Seriously. <laughs> um, so, well, let's just start with the beer, shall we? Uh, I mean, I guess. Ah, fine. I hear we do that from time to time. Fine. So, I think this is probably almost as fresh as it gets. I just got this package in today Ooh. from Tampa Bay Brewing Company. Um, this is a neo-traditional German-style pseudo-pilsner. So I figured Chris Face would like this one. I appreciate that. Yeah. So it's called Sodfather. 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 I like that. And it's uh, pretty much a dude gardening on it, but I think that's very clever. I feel like there's not enough dudes gardening on labels. <laughs> um, I always butcher the name, but it's uh, that yeast that you love. Quebec. Uh, is it really Quebec? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. What other info you got on there? So it's actually, what's Lutra? So, so it has Lutra, a trademark next to it. So is that a brand? Yeah, Lutra is kind Lutra. of um, okay. uh, Omega Yeast Labs. Uh, an awesome yeast lab, by the way. If you're out there and you haven't checked them out, please look into them. Um, we've used their stuff from time to time for like their West Coast yeast, their double IPA yeast. They do a really cool like line of Quebec yeasts. Oh. Um, and the Lutra is kind of marketed more so towards this kind of like a cleaner cleaner strain to kind of do at lower temperatures for that yeast. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's so you can cool. do like... That's the first time I've ever read that, heard that, so... Yeah, so you, like what they're... like It's cool because like, like the last three to four years where that Quebec strain's been really popularized, they've been kind of isolating specific uh, versions of them and finding that they, they all have their own, you know, specific hmm. applications. So I, I personally love the yeasts myself. We I, use it I more often, but hear you guys talk about it all the damn time. I think Christian just brewed with it for the first time too. So you converted him. Um, I've also never heard of, uh, Kazbek hops. Kazbek. Oh, yeah, I've never yeah. heard of that. I've um, actually never had anything with Kazbek hops. Really? But I have heard it. Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. And it also has Contessa. I have heard of that one, but barefoot or regular? Um, it just says that, and <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I got it. Next show. <laughs> you fuck. Buzzing. <laughs> that was good. All right. All right. Oh, uh, you're I'm just so mad so that I got angry. you. <laughs> I'm so angry, but I'm weirdly impressed that you know who that is. I mean, I, I, I'm anybody, very impressed. Anybody actually. who has a stick of butter in anything, I'm going to know who it is. <laughs> Her Paula Dean. I put that shit on everything. Oh my god. Um, I've also never uh, Carafone malts. Mm -hmm. Never read that word before, so that's so, probably basic. But I've never. No, it's cool. I mean, I, I think that's why this show is a little fun in that respect too. To where like you're experiencing that stuff yeah. for the first time. You obviously do um, a certain side of the industry that maybe isn't as hands on with production. No, exactly. Um, At where, all. Yeah. So like you know, we can learn a little bit more about that aspect, and then we can also try these kind of things. So no, that's awesome, and. It's, I mean, crazy clear. I can I see mean, my fingerprints crazy through that. Crazy clear. I can see Bree through it, and I'm you not really happy about it. 
God damn it, Tampa Bay. A parent's one stop. No, <laughs> it has nothing to do with Tampa Bay. They're doing great. Uh, no, and actually, uh, one of our friends, Eliza, works down there, too. I think she's still down that way. So if you're listening, hey, friend. Hey, friend. Oh, Pretty no, good. Honestly, that's fucking killer. And it's not even super cold yet, and that's my fault. All right, so I want to personally thank them for sending that just because, like, wow. I've been wanting to brew with that yeast for a while, but I didn't really know a lot about it. So now, like, <laughs> trying the outcome, I might actually have to try that out at some point. So This is really, really good. Yeah, well done, guys. I love this. Um, and as always, we always like to show love on their their core stuff, too. So um, what you'll typically see out and about, like if you're searching in like a little bit more of the high-end places, you'll find their, their cool like one-off-y kind of things, mm-hmm. too. Um, but Reef Donkey is what they're known for. Oh, yeah. I have had more than too many of those in my life, I'm sh- I'm sure. <laughs> Seriously. Especially during construction. I remember that because it's oh in God. public. So yeah. that and... Uh, what do we have a lot too? Dead man, I think. Rogue. What's Dead it? guy was Dead in guy, here all the time. Tokabago from Cigar City was in here all the time. Oh yeah. Yep. And a lot of donkeys have, have built this brewery for yeah. sure. I actually, um, while you guys were drinking the reef donkey, I think I got a lot of their tart sour. I forget the full name of it. Yeah, I so, think it's Florida. Uh, Florida tart Florida is tart. one of the ones yep. they do. They do quat as well. Uh, which is like a kumquat sour, I think. Oh. Uh, pretty solid I stuff. I think I'd like, have to see the can. I don't think I've had that. Yeah, they're one of the only ones that I see in Florida doing like the fruited sours in a can constantly. There's always some sort of skew from them. Yeah. Which huh. is pretty cool because I think, you know, as our state, if you if you are from out of state, um, that is something we are certainly known for here is kind of that whole style. So I don't think I've had a lot of kumquat sours either, even though that's very easily accessible here in florida yeah i mean i think we have a kumquat tree and i didn't even know what they looked like until doug's mom was like oh i think that's a kumquat <laughs> yeah kumquat and like loquat trees are everywhere around here like that's a thing it's a Our- thing. yeah you don't have to say <laughs> for those of you not in the room she literally just stared at me like i don't trust are you the fucking, fucking word that he says now <laughs> no so when i was like when i was home brewing i used to literally walk around and knock on people's doors and be like hey are you gonna use those fruits and they'd What's be like it called again loquats loquat yeah Really? Yeah, look at this What's shit. What does it look like? It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, okay. All right. I'll look we'll it up later. We'll do that off air because, we'll figure like, it out I don't think anyone wants to listen to us argue the validity of a low quad. <laughs> but you guys understand why I have to argue the validity of things with him. <laughs> this is true. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All yeah. right. So, this is an awesome beer. Very happy to have this in my hand while starting our spooky scary. Yeah? Me too. Yeah. All right, so I'm really excited to start this episode off with a um, listener story. Um, we will get into a spooky scary that everyone has, you know, definitely have heard of before. So we've got um, like a story in Haif. Exactly. I like it. A story in Haif. So this, let me adjust my life. Um, so what's super cool is this is actually from another podcast. So Ooh. Shannon and James... From Double Hot Beat Podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, Thank you again for sending this in. Um, I was very, very happy to get the little excerpt. Um, And then they sent the whole story, and I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) And that was great, as they also included a photo, which I'll put on the Instagram so you guys can get the whole gist of it all. But all right. So I'm just going to read this directly from the email she sent. To start our story, James and I love traveling to destinations and exploring craft independent breweries. Last September, we decided to return to Salem, Massachusetts. Spooky. I love, I want to go there so badly. I really, I love every fucking thing I hear about Salem. So uh, they only live about 40 minutes from there. So lucky them. Um, To show our friend visiting from North Carolina, the Boomin Breweries in Salem. Of course, she was most interested in seeing the historical sites and learning about the events that took place during the Salem witch trials dating back to 1692. Definitely plenty of research at how much fucked up shit took place in that small town where innocent women and outcasts were hanged, pressed, crushed, branded as witches. Anyways, as we walked through the town and before we hit up a spooky historical tour, we walked over to East Regiment Brewing on Church Street. This brewery is located next to a massive parking lot and across from St. John Paul Shrine of Divine Mercy, a.k.a. an old church. You're probably thinking, okay, get to the scary story already. (laughs) This info is pretty relevant. (laughs) 
It was dark around 7 p.m. and unusually quiet for a September night as Salem has become a tourist trap during Halloween season, even in September. As we walked through the parking lot into the doorway of the brewery, James was mocking the whole idea of ghosts and how ridiculous people are for doing ghost tours. I like this guy already. I really do. <laughs> we entered the brewery and there were two bartenders and just three of us inside. We walked up to the bar and read the amazing beer selections. It was pretty quiet inside with light music playing. Our friend asked the bartender, what's it like having a brewery in Salem? Any weird stuff happen? The bartender awkwardly chuckled like she's been asked this before, but had almost a terrified look like she shouldn't have answered. <laughs> a few minutes passed as she poured her beers. All of a sudden, a horseshoe that was resting on the back wall fucking flew across the back bar towards the bar counter. It made a super loud, loud bang, and as the metal horseshoe hit the bar, the bartender fucking jumped and everyone was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> As our friend and I somewhat laughed it off, James said something along the lines of, nail that shit to the wall. And I said, welcome to Salem. Our friend and I gave James a look like he phrased his comment in a weird way. We then finished our beer and headed across the street to where our tour started. Needless to say, during the tour, we learned that back in the early days, apparently, if people who were buried next to the shrine didn't pay their resting fee, the bodies were dug up and relocated to make space for paying churchgoers. The tour guide pointed to the parking lot we had walked through to the brewery, and he said it's believed to be where those bodies were relocated. How fucked up is that? That's pretty fucked, man. So not only were there potentially fucking dead bodies in the parking lot where we parked, James mocked the ghost. But after returning home, I looked into some online research into folklore on the horseshoe that makes the story even scarier. Other than the unusual horseshoe being a symbol, or other than the usual horseshoe being a symbol of good luck, myth also connects it to a story about a blacksmith and the devil. It's a good story. Cool. And during the era of witch trials, horseshoes were nailed above horse house entryways to protect the householder dwelling from witches or witchcraft. Looking back at it, James' comment about nailing of the horseshoe makes us wonder, even to this day, craft beer is not dead and very much alive in Salem. Cheers, and hope you enjoyed our fucking scary brewery experience. Attached is the photo that shows the horseshoe on the in the background minutes before it flew across the bar. That is and it's fucking like crazy. On the man. wall, on the wall. I mean, you can definitely see it. Like and, and, and yeah. so <laughs> as somebody who listens to a lot of shows like that, um, who also still kind of remains a bit of a skeptic a wee bit. Um, it'd be easy to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, so maybe just fell and bounced or whatever. But for it to fly that's across the, thing, yeah. Yeah. the bar with a force. That's fucking crazy. And the bartender being like, ah, <laughs> like <laughs> as they kind of made a joke about it. Great. And the fact that the parking lot has dead people under it. So actually, oh, the more I look at the stories, it's surprising how many dead people are just plotted around everywhere and you have no idea. I mean, honestly, I mean, when you go to St. Augustine, so many people died during one of the plagues that mm -hmm. when you look at the cemeteries, a lot of the plots have uh, small black fencing right around like a small plot. And that just means that there are like over six bodies on top of each other. Gross. Isn't that crazy? Also, and it's basically like, just in case of heavy rain, they don't wash away. <laughs> uh, woof. And, uh. and in St. Augustine, there's only... There's two, quote unquote, called love trees, and it's two different species or whatever of trees that grew intertwined, and it's just like, they have this beautiful story about it, but don't you think it's kind of suspicious that literally the place where there's the most amount of dead bodies underground is St. Augustine because mm -hmm. of the wars and the plagues and everything like that? That That's the only place these trees have grown. Like, what do you think they're... Uh spawning off of all i'm saying is apparently we people. make some dope ass fertilizer because <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why they keep putting us in boxes it a love tree like that's just hilarious it is, it's it's got a nice ring to it if you're looking at it from like that hippy dippy <laughs> angle of just like and we all become earth again <laughs> or we all just like no, I, I or we have to have a fence around our grave so we don't float away so I, it reminds me of a story i've got a friend of mine who uh she she's a very nice person and uh she <laughs> Sees this old man walking down the road. Normal road. Mm -hmm. I think it's like Michigan Avenue. So for those of you not in the area, just a normal neighborhood road, nothing going on. There's this big open plot of grass, right? 
Okay. And so I've passed this plot of grass a billion times and have never thought anything of it. Yeah. So it's hot outside. She pulls over. She's like, would you like a ride? Because it's like really hot out and you're Aww. super old. And oh, I'm, what a nice person. But also you, you might not think it. Yeah. Um, so he, he's like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. And she goes, oh, yeah. So like you could have just cut through that, that lot there. And he goes, oh, no. God, no. She's like, why, why wouldn't you just cut through the lot? And he goes, because that's where all the like the poor, like the poor and the homeless people are. It's a potter's grave in the middle of the city. Oh, my God. That, like, all the homeless, all the prisoners, like, they just, they're still buried there. There's not one headstone. There's nothing except oh for, like, God. a little plaque that just says, oh, by the by, we've been burying people here for 100 years. You're kidding. No, it's fucking creepy. So, I yeah. feel like there's just slightly a better way of going about that. Actually, that brings us to uh, a topic we've been talking about getting Jess on because uh, yeah, with yeah. her her special science that she's kind of getting into is like more like uh, environmentally friendly ways of disposing bodies, which just sounds like a fascinating conversation. I so. just can't believe it's taken this long for that to be a major in school and why most people are still opting to be put in a non-decomposable wooden casket and stick in the yeah. i don't know i just don't understand the whole concept to be honest plus i'll be honest and I, you know if you're going through this or whatever it is i i feel for you but like i remember yeah. going through a lot of those funeral kind of arrangement things and like mm. it just feels so grabby where they like yeah. people are making money off of a tragedy at that point Absolutely. and it doesn't have to be that way but anyway this is super sad we're trying to change <laughs> it to something else that beer is great by the way this beer is so good oh, so dope. the next story is not gonna help the vibe so you find a box <laughs> just changing the tone real quick kittens or puppies um a mix of both and i'll make them all my children and raise them all <laughs> you're weird <laughs> <laughs> is it weird that like I legit like if I go online I cry all the time at those like really cute ass like raising puppy stories or like finding kittens and then they show the whole like video compilation of them like making it I cry every time I was about to make fun of you for that um and then I remembered that you remember that story where like the guy raises a lion and then they set it loose and then four he years later him. he just like walks up to a fucking lion yeah and it just like runs up and hugs him and yeah. i was like the number one animal i want to hopefully find a baby of one day and raise on my own is a raccoon what about you Ooh. do i have okay if we're going down the realm of make-believe <laughs> <laughs> swallow that don't spit it everywhere Ugh. um if it doesn't ever grow up, oh, a baby rhinoceros. So, like, super not going to happen animal. Okay. It could, you know. Okay. Corona's been weird. Yeah. You know, it's really shaking up the earth. And then, yeah. like, maybe a few years from now, they, I don't know. Like, Making mini rhinos. There's apocalypse. And then a zoo gets overrun. And they figure out that they can just put their little horn inside the lock. And then they unlock it. And then they're like, oh, no, what happens now? And then. So you're going to be I Am Legend with a fucking rhino? And okay. All I'm saying is that dog died quick. That rhino probably ain't getting but <laughs> Like. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And so. commercial break. <laughs> and we're back. All right. So getting right into it because I'm really excited about this because one, it's one of my favorite movies and you're going to laugh at my kind of real life situation with this story too. Okay. So it's 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 funny and fucked. So. <laughs> Those are good. I like yeah. that. So yeah. Hopefully most people don't describe me as that, but... <laughs> All right, so uh, you've seen the movie The Orphan, correct? I have not. Are you serious? You've never so, seen the actual movie. Are you serious? No, I'm serious. So, like, vulnerable moment here. Like, as much as I love true crime shit and spooky stuff and scary stuff, like, real life stuff, Yeah. watching scary movies gives <laughs> me so much anxiety that I, I can't that. fucking do it. I can't watch it right before bed, and I can't watch, like, super action-y movies or war movies before bed either. Like, I don't – I want to, like, decompress at the end of the day – and those are just not... And I am a genuine believer in what you watch before bed... Fuels your nightmares. Fuels your nightmares. Yeah. Or just it makes you just sleep not so sound. I know? would agree with that. And like to this day, I will still seek out Tom and Jerry on YouTube uh, <laughs> to like soothe the moment yeah, in between that. bed and a movie. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So I had to go home after watching this movie. I was in like early high school when this came out. So this is like I had to go home and watch like fucking Disney movie after I got home. All right. So here it goes. So like I said, growing up, um, I think it was early high school when this movie came out. Um, Growing up in a small town, there wasn't much to do besides go to shitty small movie theater that was in town. Um, But if it was a big movie we were all super excited about, uh, we would convince our parents to drive us to Scranton (laughs) to go to the nice movie theater. Uh, So when this Where have I heard Scranton before? um, Probably nowhere. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Because it's the fucking worst place on the planet. Um, So they would... You know, like I said, drive us to Scranton. This one we were very adamant about, so we made them obviously drive us to Scranton. Um, we also love scary movies, so typically that was what we usually made them drive us up for. Um, I think we even had like two full cars full of my friends, like just us and I think two of our moms, because uh, we couldn't go without them because we were little bitches. So, a little more of a backstory. One of my best friends at the time had a sister who was much younger than us. Uh, She kind of has some serious, like, personality issues. She would get very angry, very aggressive, um, pretty much all the time, and would legit plot against us all the time. So, uh, not just normal, like, pagum or even attack, which is still pretty fucked up, like, on your chair, but, like, seriously fucked up shit. Like, she would try to grease the stairs and stuff. So oh, we fuck. would like fall all the way down them. No, yeah, she was like up, man. she was like a little demon spawn of Satan. So anyway, so once we saw the previews to the movie, it was kind of weirdly hit home for us because she just seemed seemed like a really fucked up little kid. Um, so and she was also very deceiving. So like she would tell our parents, we would tell our parents, and she would usually get away with this crazy shit she would do to us. So uh, we would constantly have to know where she was. Uh, we we were like actually scared of her. <laughs> like, not kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I'd I'd be just like traveling around with a she, boogie board every yeah. time I went to the first no, floor. No, like but. I have a scar on my arm from her biting me because I ate her fucking <laughs> uh, pizza rolls. No, I swear to God. Actually, you know, it, in her defense, I, bastard. I, I would bite. They weren't her fucking pizza rolls. Like, you just they, said they were they her were pizza her, rolls. She claims that they're her pizza rolls, but they were like communal pizza rolls. Like my friend's house was like my house where we would just flip flop back and forth. Her mom would buy a stupid amount of junk food. She just liked them the most. So she so, would claim them, but they're not hers. So biggest question <laughs> is, what did you learn? Don't eat the crazy bitches pizza rolls. Done. It's a, it's not it's not great, but it's effective. <laughs> I, so moral of that story was just we could see her little sister doing this stuff. Um. All right. So crazy enough, all like this true story and everything did not happen that long ago, like whatsoever. Like I'll circle back to it but pretty much this trial is still ongoing okay that's how fucking current it is oh there's a trial involved oh this like all right so back in 2010 this couple named christine and michael barnett adopted a little girl who had dwarfism the couple from the looks of it are a nice christian couple they already had three sons one of which actually had autism um and he was a published writer so uh what's crazy is the mom is actually a parenting author motivational speaker Uh, She even specializes in teaching parents how to raise children with autism. So they seemingly come off as like fantastic people, you know? Mm -hmm. So this little girl they adopted was supposedly a six-year-old girl from the Ukraine named Natalia Grace. Uh, Since she had dwarfism, she was only three feet tall. And from the photo, she definitely looks like a small child. So it didn't take long for Christine to start noticing Natalia doing crazy shit. Uh, quickly drew up the theory that Natalia was a grown-ass woman who was just a sociopath. Okay, so so how did they start thinking that? Oh, oh, I'll tell you. Okay, let's figure that shit out. (laughs) Uh, So, like I said, six years old, so that's incredibly young, right? So anything weird or out of the normal should be super red flaggy, in my opinion, because, I mean, that's a very young... Like, that's six years old. They can still barely form sentences and shit. And, or not sentences, but like full thoughts. Yeah. You know, like like they're they're smart. Don't get me wrong. But like, 
I, we have a friend who has an eight-year-old, you know, she's still, like, so easily convinced of stuff, loves Barbies, like, super little kid. Yeah. And that's eight, you And know? at that age, too, they're basically telling stories the same way that if, like, they just ripped all the pages out of a book and then pulled up one by one in no order. Yes. There's no linear thought yes, process. exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. So, and like I said, they would play with just toys and stuff, like a normal, I, I do normal that. thing. So. I still have coloring books. <laughs> So, as time goes on, Christine actually finds her pouring bleach in her coffee, which would obviously kill Christine. So, one, how would a six-year-old know that? But also, you should probably have your bleach out of the hands of a six-year-old. But my first thought until I read further is this little girl was actually able to manipulate her brothers into doing some horrible shit. So, I do think possibly maybe she just, like, Somehow convince him, like, get this bleach down. Especially maybe the child with autism. Sure. Um, so she even told the family she was going to kill them several times. Like, she would make threats. Like, if they, she didn't get her way, like, I'm going to kill you. Okay, I've red never flag. heard a six-year-old say anything like that. So it depends. Man, it really depends on, I guess, how the households run. Like, if they're kind of pushover parents and not suggesting they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, then maybe the child gets away with a little bit more than the average kid does. Because I know if I were to say that when I was a kid, like... I get my ass beat. Yeah, like, like... I would get my shit rocked. But they also, like... I don't think they're very pushover because sometimes with kids with autism, it's not like a firm hand, but you need to be very, like, straightforward. You, need, you know, and, like, for, yeah. for them to have a kid with special needs and everything, I feel like, you know, just... A little six-year-old saying, I'm going to kill you. Like, they should kind of be able to handle that if she was just, like, a normal six-year-old. Yeah. Because a kid with special needs, to me, is just a... I mean, she also has special needs. Don't get me wrong. No, for sure. Obviously, she's got some some things that uh, she needs a little bit more assistance with than the average person. But Yeah. Like, she barely could walk, actually. Okay. So, like, make that a note, pretty much. Um, they also would wake up to her just standing over top of them staring See, at her. See, that's a, that's a fucking red flag, man. Like, I'm sorry. So many red flags. There's a reason. Old. Okay. Have you ever woke up with somebody standing over you? No, just our piece of shit Doberman. Yeah. He does it to me. Which is already creepy enough. <laughs> oh, like, it freaks me out. Yo, like, Hobson does. to kill me? Oh, man. Hobson <laughs> does that shit to me all the time. And I can't tell if he's like just eager for me to wake up or if he's going to eat my face. Yeah. Uh, but like. There's a reason why you see that in horror movies is because that's just ominous exactly. shit. It just makes anyone and everyone very unsettled. Yeah, your butthole puckers immediately <laughs> yes, on that like one. Yes, like imagine that's your wake-up call. Nope. Like, nope, probably the rest of, not the rest of my day, the rest of my week is fucked. <laughs> also, I, that's going to fuck with me later, too. All right, so even to top it off, she would write messages on, on the mirror in blood. So Where is she getting the blood? This is super gross. I'll keep reading and then kind of form your own conclusion. I feel like I know where this is going. So how does a six-year-old know how to spell? How does a six-year-old know how to do any of these things? And one of the last draws was she attempted to kill Christine by pulling her towards an electric fence. So I also saw photos of Christine. She's not a very small woman. Okay. So that, that part was pretty much one of the ending things that I read that made me go, Hmm. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. How far can a crippled person with dwarfism pulse a grown ass woman? Okay? So put that in your memory bank. Heard. So it seems like Christine was also kind of one of the only ones to really believe this theory that Natalia was a grown ass woman. Um, and it took quite a bit of convincing at her husband to even believe this as well, um, even after Natalia, quote unquote, tried to kill her um, and also evidently tried to kill the sons. So, mind you, this is all just coming from Christine. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe she crazy. Christine was also quoted telling a news channel that Natalia had pubic hair, would get her period and hide it and was had also fully developed teeth. Blech. Yeah, the the tea thing, like... Tea thing, but with, like, dwarfism and stuff, you never know the anatomy or composition of people because can that be changed with stuff like that I, I honestly like a Benjamin don't, Button kind of syndrome you know what I mean I don't know enough about that to say I mean Same. it's Same. it's definitely highly plausible exactly um now with the but period weird. the pubic hair like 
you know, there's been a lot of documented cases where that like starts up a little bit earlier for some people, boys and girls. You know what I mean? Like except for the period thing, obviously. Uh, The teeth thing, Mm -hmm. though, like there's not a lot of documented cases, so far as I know, where kids' teeth are falling out of their head faster than usual. Yeah. So, I mean, you can almost tell how old a kid is by how many teeth they have missing. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I hate to keep saying this, but because I think you can kind of like find this conclusion yourself, but this is also only coming from Christine. Right. Okay. So, so here's where the story gets interesting. Um, if you're not interested, I was about to say if it wasn't already. <laughs> like I said, uh, this case is still pending. So. Meaning there is a full-blown criminal investigation surrounding this. So what's Um, the crime? But it's not for Natalia. Okay. So the parents decided enough was enough, and they had Natalia's birth certificate changed from 2003 to 1989. I don't quite understand where that date came from because it's pretty much... so, And they also had a DNA test come back saying all right two dna tests first test comes back saying that she was either in her late teens or early 20s but it also pretty much kind of came back inconclusive so they don't know exactly how old she is like and even with like dead bodies or anything like that there is no physical way to tell the exact age you could do 20s to 30s, 30s to 40s, you know what I mean? And then after that, it's like, does the person show signs of arthritis, this and that? And then that's how you can determine, like, a much older age. Mm-hmm. So you can't pinpoint, like, where the fuck do you get just, like, eh, let's just put 1989 down. And even then, you know? too, I guess it depends on when that test was done. Um, I mean, that places are roughly around 30 to 31 years old right now, right? More or less. Yeah. So unless that test was done... Like ten years ago. Mm, so I think it was done between 2010 and 2012. Okay, so roughly around that same time. So yeah, yeah. okay, maybe yeah. maybe that did line up a little bit more linearly at that yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so the Barnetts later bought her an apartment and paid the rent on it, only for Natalia to go to the police claiming. That she would left by her family. So these people were so convinced that she was not a like, not even like teenager, like not a six-year-old kid, and bought her an apartment and went, here, live here, because you can't live with us. We don't trust your ass. There's your something's fucked. But she was a dependent. So they had to like figure out a way to like kind of take care of her. So they literally just got her this house and went, here you go. And just dumped her in it. So that right there is kind of where, and I know, you know, they have a, a history of dealing, or a history of basically, like, trying to be empathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of, they have a history of parenting a child with autism. And yeah. Like, so they, they sound like they, on paper, should have a pretty good source of parental morals and ethics in line. Yeah. That's just super fucked. Like, you it shouldn't is, be. but, like, what if she really was, you know, threatening them, doing all this crazy stuff, like... If, 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 if everything that she said was true, it was almost a good person move to even get her the house. Well, so. You know what I mean? I mean, yes and no. I feel like it was just basically like a last ditch effort of like, we can't just like leave her in the woods. Yeah. yeah. So like, I don't know. It, to me, and again, this is a UK, right? Oh, this is in the U.S. Oh, this is fucking here, bro. Yo, there's fucking shit in line for that. There's like, there you, is you go to the cops, here. go to like a, a family exactly. resource center. Um, like, do you think they just thought no one would believe them? Because it's pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Like, this is like a crazy ass story. So, but, with the I amount mean, of shit that child service workers see on a day to day basis, yeah. this would obviously be outside of the normal stuff. Yeah. For sure. And but the if, fact that something like this did technically happen before in history, which yeah. we'll get back to. But so, this is like documented, like, this is a possibility, but very rare. <laughs> so, so now I'm like dividing it three ways in my mind. Mm-hmm. One, if she actually is older, whether mm-hmm. that matters or not. Right? Yeah. So there's that. So whether she is or whether she isn't. Because she still has a disability. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's still that. But also at the same time, like, uh, does that, 
There's also still the whole her trying to kill her parents <laughs> yeah. and her siblings thing. She could kill so, the like, siblings. I don't care if she's six trying to do it. I don't care if she's like 31 trying to do it. We still got to go talk to somebody about how she's constantly like greasing the fucking stairs apparently. Because she's still in public. Like you put her in a house. She's still sick. Like what? go to the grocery store. She's still like or she could just do this to another family. But also check this out. Like if you're wrong. You just <laughs> let a yes. six-year-old, like, how the yes. fuck are they going to make dinner? Like, yes. what happens? working. She can't walk. And it's inconclusive how old she really is. Because these, But this doctor did tell them she's definitely not a child. So imagine how fucking mad you are. You know what I mean? Imagine yeah. you made a room for this girl. I mean, you probably at this point paid for some, like, medical shit, this and that, whatever. Like, you're adopting a little girl and this little fuck is pulling one over, and, like, how mad do you think you would be at that time? So and she tried to kill you. That's, okay. Now, I'm not going to say that's right, right? Mm-hmm. But what I will say, too, is, you know, what if, developmentally speaking, she doesn't know any better? What if she yeah. doesn't know how yeah. old she fucking is? Yeah, that's true. Like, are, like what are the records? Because, obviously, like, if there were actual records, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But if there is, that's, too. So, like, they... Wait for they, There's like some kind of record. Okay. All right. Kind well. Kind of. But you'll ne- you're not going to like end this feeling one type of way. Actually, no, there is one way to end this. <laughs> Cut off the arm, count the rings. <laughs> Problem solved. Honestly. <laughs> so since that's, okay, where are we going from here? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. So like I was saying so this is 2014, basically, that she okay. goes to the police and they're arrested. The parents are arrested and charged with two counts of neglect of a dependent. Like this crazy bitch had them arrested if she is a crazy bitch. Well, all if, I'm saying is if, 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 but if. even then, even if she is still, yes, arrest them because yeah. no fucking offense. It doesn't yeah. matter whether she's old or not old or whether just, she's trying to kill people or not trying to kill people. You don't just abandon no, a fucking she child in be, an apartment. She should be in a psychiatric unit. So you maybe just saved your family, but you still just endangered anyone else she came in contact with. You should be able to walk away from the situation and look at another adult and go, you got this? You're good. Awesome. We're good? We're good? Okay. Cool. Like, you're going to watch this from now on? Like You should have to no sign longer. a piece of paper. And they moved to Canada. Like, they were like, I'm fucking out, bro. So they moved to Canada, and that was really one of the last times they heard from her until Christine went to the house one day because they hadn't heard from her, and they found a pink bike and a dress outside, which terrified them because that means that she found a new family. But, but I also don't technically believe that because then she would not be at that apartment at all anymore if she commits a family she's a six-year-old kid they're not gonna just go let her spend the nights at some random place or like she she would never be going back to that house then she wouldn't be going back and forth they would think she was a six-year-old no one's letting their six-year-old out of their sight if she was convincing another family see this is like i know this is the part where i don't know if this is necessarily a mystery so much as it is much more of an example of just like complete fuckery by the parents. Yeah. Because at like the, the authorities should have been like notified about all this stuff all of months it. in advance. Even the threats and stuff because now you have to look at the adoption agency, look at the orphanage in the Ukraine, like this, you know, this should have uh, been Ukraine. A, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's where the little girl came from. So that's all of it is an issue, you know, mm-hmm. and that they just basically just swept it under the rug. And was like, not my fucking problem anymore. So, I mean, it is also kind of genius. Because, like, if she did try to kill Christine, like, who's ever going to suspect the little girl with dwarfism? Like, it's almost the perfect crime, you know? Like, no one would ever, she would never be a suspect. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. So... I don't, I don't know, man. It's just one of those things where, like, I get it. I'm trying to look at it from both angles, right? Yeah. So if I'm the quote-unquote little girl, um, what is my motivation to kill the mom? Like, what is my motivation to well, wreak havoc? in the movie, which I don't know if this lines up actually with, like, what her logic was. Because it's also, like, in the movie, obviously it comes out because it's a fucking movie. And this, like, the little girl is still, like... 
no, I'm a little girl, like, even to this day. But in the movie, um, the girl was trying to get with the dad and basically kill the mom and take over as the, like, monarch of the family. So gross. Yeah. Um, I know. Uh, but even then, see, and that's where I'm also, like, trying to dissect it, too. So we have a little girl. If she does kill the mom, she doesn't really benefit anything specifically. No, because it doesn't mean the dad's going to actually go for the little six-year-old-looking woman with dwarfism. No, and, <laughs> and then even then, too, like, other than just, like, oh, I, I hated that chick. Like, there's really no motivation. Mm-hmm. But then I could also, and again, this is just a terrible perception of my own part, I guess. I could see, what was her name, Christine? Mm-hmm. Just, like... Being skeeved out by some weird happenings and then, like, maybe just letting it her... just perpetuating and then... If she's not exactly grounded herself, then yeah. essentially, like, it just perpetuates even further and further and further until all of a sudden it's this conspiracy thing. And then, you know, when you're, with like, in a long-term relationship and yeah. your, like, life partner's there and she's telling you, no, she's trying to kill me and I think she's, like, 21, yeah. uh, the fucking poor guy probably has to be like, well, I can't say... Can't no, dispute like, that. How do you say, like... Honey, you're crazy. Like, that's a huge accusation to make. So, and then that's where I get to the point of, like, even if you agree or disagree, you can't can't just, like, buy a box with a few windows in it and be like, good fucking luck. (laughs) Like, we'll check on you in a week. Well, where'd you find a bike? I know. I know. I know. But, so, that's why it's just... All right. But we'll go into theories at the end. So, flash forward a little bit. Um, this is where it gets fucked up, and I—I I mean, it's always—it's well, been yeah, fucked up. You gotta, you I know. gotta stop saying that. I know like, what do you mean this is like, where it gets me, fucked up? It just keeps getting more and more and more, and and honestly, when I first started like reading all this, like I told Chris, like I did three hours of like reading into this because I want—I was trying to find if the Suns ever made statements or anything like that, but nothing. Like this is literally just Christine. And Natalia. Those are the only two people because, I mean, no other statements can be found. The husband, you can't find it. So all of them have gag orders also. So because this Why? is still ongoing, it, they all, they they have a gag order. Uh, so they I can't talk sense, about yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, Christine has obviously been very vocal about all this, obviously. Um, but hospital records surfaced from 2010 confirming that Natalia was actually a child. So when the family left her in the apartment and moved, they only, they paid her rent. How did she survive then aside from that? So even if, okay, let's say like she is only 6 at the time, say 8 at the time. So how did she how did she work? How did she get around? This part just doesn't quite add up for me and I can't find any like timelines or like how she did any of this. Yeah, I was going to ask like do we know how long she was actually in the apartment by herself? Well, supposedly it was a few weeks if not a few months. So there isn't a timeline that I can find. So she was in there for not just like a day or two and then found her way to the police station because it's no one has said like we found this little girl or this happened so she's eight years old and found her way to the police station can you okay still a little unlikely can you imagine just how fucking creepy it would be can you okay just imagine you're like sunday afternoon right (laughs) and the cops sitting at the desk (laughs) not even that no no even worse still you're like at your apartment and you just hear like a little and then you open the door. And you're still looking forward. You don't look down yet. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh. No. <laughs> like the movies. <laughs> no, that was good. I feel terrible. But, oh, man. So you pull that maneuver. Uh, I didn't even mean for it to come out as fucked up as it did. <laughs> so if she just looks up and goes, hey, uh, I'm six. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should throw that out there. I have all my teeth. I know it's weird. Um but I have this apartment, and I don't know how to live on my own. And then you, like, walk over there and just see, like, an empty apartment. And the kid's like, yeah, I live here by myself. And I don't know why, and I'd really like to not do that. Like, so what technically, the fuck do you I was do? A little, so technically, at this point in time, she's 10. Still. All right, she so should be fine. Because it was four no, yeah. it's four years after You got to start building adoption. credit early. Like, get your utility bills in order. Like... <laughs> So, 
10 slightly more likely of finding a police station i suppose i don't how is she going to school how is she you know she actually is a kid like she's not doing any of that you know what works really well if you're trying to find a police station is just finding a cop or like a cop car and just wailing your arms frantically yeah yeah uh, not true because I had a flat tire one time in Pennsylvania and this cop literally drove by me. I stepped out in the middle of the road and I start waving my hands because my tire, uh, the bolts were put on by a gun and not by hand. So me physically could not get the fucking bolt off. And this dude drove by me two times and never stopped. That's and I'm fucked. like literally in the middle of the road. And then the last time around, I, you know, came a good... You're number one. <laughs> and that's why uh, she was in jail for a week. <laughs> nope, he still never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anywho. Um, all right. So, the couple's case went to trial in January of 2020. All right. Like, the, this fucking year. So, is it still in trial now? or? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, do we have any updates? So, or are they all well, still I'm on shit? to that yet. I know. So the prosecutors are still pushing for an indictment. Um, They're even flying. They found Natalia's birth mom and they're flying her in from the Ukraine um, just to witness at her age and they claim that they have uh, her uh, birth certificate and everything. But here's the kicker. There's also an issue of statute of limitations on this. Um, So, you know, obviously most people know it's just a case is too old for them to have charges filed sure so um and it's crazy is they also prove that they do not have the legal authority to change her age back so they okay no that's fucking stupid that's crazy because so it's this whole bullshit in the court where they claim that they can't do because they they can't do it unless it's at the court where it originally happened and this and that and even the first time around it should have been voided because that wasn't even legit but it's not so like technically in september natalia either celebrated her 17th or 31st birthday no (laughs) no i don't care what like this is like the most bullshit thing that we as a species do is like we sit here and go oh it's that yeah we control this it's that uh, no, I know. She, she either is or she's not. I know. And then I know. like, it, oh God. I so they are, uh, I think that basically what they're trying to go for now, it's not anything to do with child endangerment. It's pretty much just uh, leaving a dependent with a disability is the charge. Yeah, I don't care how old you are, like how old she is, like if she... Is your dependent and she's physically disabled and whether she's, again, 21, whether she's 6 or 10, who the fuck cares? You were shitty people and you left her in a fucking room by herself for three weeks. And yeah, I I hope you like go to jail. And it sounds really screwed up because it's like, can they even do this? Because this is kind of fucked up. But like, this is a kind of big deal. But is there a court order to see if she really is as mature like down there you know it's like you know what i'm saying like it's so fucking awkward and it's so horrible to say but it's like almost like that's like one of the only deciding factors like the t thing like they really they won't comment on some of the physical signs that she's older than she is all right here's the way i look at it is I would argue that maybe with the the specific um, type of dwarfism she might have, that maybe, mm-hmm. just maybe, exactly. hormonally imbalanced, she might go through certain develops either a little 100%. quicker or a little slower or whatever they might be. Um, but that, and then they also have the parents who said, "Yeah, that one's ours." Uh, but one parent now, because the dad retracted his statements and said they so, fucking made it up. And he divorced her. Okay, so maybe he's just trying to get the fuck out of Dodge. I know. So yeah. even then, I'm looking at photos right now, and I can actually see the Ukrainian mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And, yo, know, she and looks... Dad. Oh, like her actual parents? Yeah. She looks mm-hmm. exactly like her fucking father. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. and, and not saying that that should be evidence in court or all, but... And her face did actually age in the last couple of years. If you see the photos of her, there's a photo of her sitting in a chair and she she's three feet tall. She looks like a little kid. Then I kind of saw a, an interview and it was very, very, very quick. And she's crying and like 
her features look like they matured a little since that photo. And, and of course they would. And, you know, it's been like 10 years. But at the same time, too, I mean, like, look look, look at a 10-year-old versus a 20-year-old. they wouldn't really, if she was that old at the time looking like a child, she would still look like the child. No, not entirely. I kind of think she would not age the way she did. It would not be as drastic, dramatic. Okay. You know what I mean? Because think about it. If she was, at the time... A 21-year-old, but looking six, how much would she change in less than 10 years then? Like, that's, you know, she would still look like a kid. My brain immediately goes to, like... Maybe, like, 10 or 12, but, like, she wouldn't yeah. look like someone in her 20s right now. I, I look into, you know, a, a lot of popular examples of, you know, people who specifically growth-wise, mm-hmm. have some sort of disability, whether it be being mm-hmm. too short, being too tall. They don't live long lives. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so whereas, like, the average person might live to 70 or 80 or whatever, I don't know a lot of, like, a lot of the more popular stories of, of people who suffer from, this, like, these disabilities specifically mm-hmm. are, they don't, they're not around a while, and they probably develop a lot quicker, proportionally speaking, yeah. because of those kind of things. But then again, that's just that's just a thought. I don't. There's and no validation to that. And is it even technically like a disability, or do people just look crazy, crazy, crazy young? Because technically, the first time we heard about this um, was this motherfucking Ukrainian man, which is super crazy because this is one of the two most high-profile cases of this nature, and they both come from the Ukraine. But okay. anyway, so evidently this 18-year-old Ukrainian dude named like Artur Samarian, um, he came to the U.S. at 18, took five years off his age, changed his name, posed as a high school student, got adopted. Um, and I mean, it's just kind of terrifying because he literally posed as a teenager. See, that's to me. And he got arrested. To me, that's just smart. <laughs> If you can pull it off in the long haul, because like if I can tell somebody I'm five years younger and then also be a dependent on them and not have to pay my way, free rent, free 13 food. years old going maybe dating 13 year olds. I'm not I'm not looking at it from a dating perspective. I know perspective. that. I know I'm that. But like this. Like, I just came from Ukraine. Be. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Final I job would pose then maybe as like a 16 or 17 year old and like, I mean, maybe less likely to get adopted, of course. I think 13 is that sweet age, too, to where like. They'll still adopt, but also yeah. like 16, 17, they'll probably be like, yeah, just have them wait it out. I think even 13, they say, is like kind of old for adoption. That Most people are looking for toddlers or infants, but still, but <sighs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just fucked. So I left this being just super on the fence. Like, yes, wholeheartedly, you should, they should have told someone 100%. Yeah. But like the evidence behind both, like... I don't know. I think it really does come up to, like, what do the other kids have to say? Like, that's a huge assign factor. The fact that the dad retracted everything is could also go both ways because this was a huge, high-profile case. They got a lot of death threats from just, you know, like you being like, well, fuck you for leaving anybody without telling anybody. Uh, I you just you meant know? like, oh, like no. all the death threats I no. get. <laughs> like you, you know, every yeah, day. Yeah, you, you piece of check shit. Check the mail and he makes me open it. Is there powder? No. <laughs> yeah. No, just dead confetti again. No, so, so like three different thought trains on this. One, what the hell are the police doing? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> do some testing. Obviously, the parents, yeah. if it is an adult or a child... There has to be a test for this. Like, and maybe, maybe not. Who, who knows? Like you said, it's it's not entirely possible to tell exactly how old somebody is specifically. No, but I think it's a huge gap to not be able to tell if someone's six or to be if somebody's in their 20s. You I know, know that dwarfism has a lot, you know, that could do a lot to whatever their body, whatever the fuck. But I don't know. It's just so hard to grasp but it's like inconclusive on just a age gap you know i kind of want to throw out like on that same realm when it comes to investigatory like aging process and how they determine those those types of ages i can't tell you how many times i've listened to a story and they're like all right so the victim we can't identify them it's obviously like you know a white female 
She could be 22. She could be 36. Well, remember you busted my balls about Lady in the Dunes because I was like, even like yeah. how long the woman's been out there, like one to three weeks. You're like, that's a pretty big gap. I'm like, okay, that's I a different story. I like, didn't do the fucking we could look at bloating, maggots, yeah. gross, gross, gross. But when it comes to age, like that's yeah. a fucking huge gap. Yeah. So like maybe we just don't have that technology yet. Yeah, but I got that. So we have the parents from Ukraine basically saying that like. One of them saying now that, that she has her birth certificate yeah. that but that's so easily especially over there especially i think in the ukraine or russia or something that like that's where we get a lot of kids that the united states adopts so on that note too ukraine get your shit together that's all i'm gonna say because yeah, like, like on one i get a mistake two now yeah get your shit together and america like started adopting out of american orphanages too they're full and spread the love but <laughs> like but like, hey, I'm not going down too. that rabbit hole, man. Like, I plan <laughs> on having a, a, a minimally successful podcasting career for a long time. Uh, but the, it's just, yeah, I, I just feel like this shouldn't be that difficult of a story to wrap up. Yeah, it sounds exactly. like literally like a he said, she said yeah. of the mother versus the the child or adult. And even if it was an adult, who the fuck cares? Yeah, like if it's an adult, then just like all right, like find them, penalize them. And then find them some resources because I'm yeah. looking at photos now. She has a hard time walking around by herself. Very hard time. That's why the whole fence story threw me off from the beginning on yeah. Christine's side because I'm like, how she did not drag you anywhere. Yeah, there's no way. Now other okay, and this is where like it comes down to, and maybe this is just me poo pooing on the on the creepiness <laughs> of the story, right? So it's creepy that she poo pooing. I might be poo pooing. Great poo-pooing. No. Um, now, I get it would be spooky. If I were in that scenario, I adopted a child. She keeps yeah. trying to kill me. I can't convince my wife. Like, oh, she's yeah. trying to kill me. She's like, Shut No up. one believes you. You always say that about our adopted kids. You're such an <laughs> asshole. Like, I get it. I'm yeah. tired of hearing it. Um, but they have no history of doing crazy shit. But then you know? also, so what? Like, yeah. once you find out it's an adult, who cares? Like, fucking get her an apartment and then just, like, leave her. Oh, wait. I see it now. That's that's the problem. What? Just getting her apartment and leave her in an apartment. Yeah. All right. That's on me. Um, <laughs> I just don't understand why it would be a big deal if she were an adult. I mean... It's creepy. Don't it's, get me wrong. I think it... I don't know. Rather than I a... Mean, what, 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 what? No, I'd be fucking mad. I'd be super mad. I'd be mad, mad too, but like... I'd be super mad and... That's just... Uh, that's just not what I signed up for. Yeah, you I'm know taking, what I mean? Yeah. That's just not what I signed up for. That's you, it's your life to live too. And as, you know, shitty as that sounds like, I mean, she fucking pulled one, like a big one over. No, like I have no empathy when it comes to, I will, I will put her in an institution. Oh, don't, don't get, get me yeah. fucking wrong. Don't get me wrong. But She's I would dead never just leave her at a house. That's okay. Yes. I, think I agree. With all we're, the mystery involved and all the spooky in involved, we can at least agree that they're pieces of shit for leaving a disabled person in an apartment by themselves for a few weeks. Yeah. And I but hope we, you get charged we, for that. I know, and but like we, and I just keep going back to this because you never know how you're going to feel if someone actually did try to kill you and your family. Like you just don't fucking care what happens to them, but you should care what happens to other people because if she did that to you, then she's going to go find another family. Yeah, apparently she, like, killed some other kid and took her dress and her bike. (laughs) Well, anyway, that's all I got about this shit show that is still ongoing, and there is a (sighs) sequel, prequel, whatever, to the movie. And that's why I thought that this would be interesting to discuss. I don't know why this story makes me so mad. I, that's why I told you, remember I said I'm going to be yelling during this episode? Remember? I was like, let me know. Do a hand wave. No, like, I, trust me, like, post-editing is going to be a fucking nightmare for both of us because I just watched the red spike up on everything where we're like, what the fuck? What the- um, yeah, the tap room definitely heard that. I think I saw some. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I hope they find out. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, in my account, it doesn't really fucking matter if she's a kid or not. Um you adopted her you're legally bound to her yeah she's a dependent she's a dependent dependent. and if they can find out she's an adult then hopefully uh our our system has a way of hopefully she gets there's a repercussion for her Mm -hmm. but also there should be something for the parents and put a warning label on her not to go near an electric (laughs) fence with her uh (laughs) just a warning label on her period i mean that's just like yeah and uh keep her away from bleach 
Yeah. So don't let her become a barista. If essentially all of that's even true, you know, you right, know. Hold on, hold on. Bleached out barista is definitely the name of this. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, well, so yeah, kids. like I'm still all, like I'm foggy in the brain. I don't even know how to finish that one. I know. So that's I know. A so if you story. guys have any tidbits on this, if you were able to find any more info out on this, um, if you have a friend that had a crazy bitch sister, we want to know about it. Yo, so I'm looking through the photos right now. <laughs> Apparently, Doctor Phil did an interview with this girl. Yes, that's the one where she's crying. That's the yeah, one I was talking about. I am watching that shit tonight. And doesn't she look a little more mature in the face? And she looks like a teenager. Yeah, but seems, I don't know, man. It's like the same conversation we just had of like, maybe I know. she's age. I don't I know, know, dude. I know. Because I think this would be a little bit more cut and dry if she didn't have a disability that leaves so much unknown to like her body anatomy and like all that shit. You know what I mean? I think this would be a lot easier to kind of dissect, but we have no idea. Well, we'll keep an eye out on, like actually if we ever see any updates, we will update you on this one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Jesus, if if you've listened to the story and you're not as mad as I am, just about like (laughs) the what the fucktitude. And this like really was kind of wrapping up in like September. Thanks, COVID. Like, this is, like, that current. Yeah. Man, they keep, like... Not wrapping up, but, like, that was the last, like, kind of news thing in September. All right. I'm keeping an eye out on that. Ditto. All right. Well, that was a a super weird one. I'm going to go... I'm going to go grab a beer because I don't know how the fuck I I feel about it. Jesus. (laughs) I was like, you did drink your whole lager much faster during this one than normal. It tasted a bit bleachy. Where did you say you were from? (laughs) Scrying. All righty, guys. Well, there's two brothers. There's two dolls. We got her out of that house. That leaves one. Dead. Dead.